there, podcast listener. I'm DC Benincasa with Missouri Business Alert. You're used to hearing the Speaking Startup podcast here, but for the next couple months, we're going to bring you something a little different, a new podcast called Market Dives. We'll dive into big developments across business, politics, sports, and more, explain the economic forces driving them, and help you understand why they matter in Missouri. We're excited to bring you this new show, and we hope you'll give it a listen. Now here's Market Dives. The home building industry was already facing labor shortages that prevented suppliers from keeping up with demand. And then the pandemic happened. In this episode of Market Dives, we will examine how labor shortages and long waiting times on materials have turned a 90 day long building project into a nine month project. Welcome to Market Dives, a podcast that examines big economic stories and explains their effect on the show me state. I'm DC Benincasa, and this week I'm joined by our producer, Coleman Mitchell. Usually you're working behind the scenes. How does it feel to be sitting here with the mic? Honestly, it feels great to be on the other side of things. But DC, where should we start with this story? Well, suppliers simply aren't catching up to the demand for housing. And the demand has mainly increased because of the pandemic. The pandemic shifted much of our lives to our homes. It transitioned many of us to working from home and staying in instead of going out to concerts, restaurants, and gatherings. And with this shift to spending more time at home, there was a higher demand for home improvements, whether with a new home or remodeling of an existing home. Well, this high demand is a good thing, right? Shouldn't the home building industry be doing great? The problem is that suppliers of raw materials and companies that build and renovate homes haven't been able to keep up. They've dealt with labor shortages and long waiting times for raw materials, creating blocks in the home building supply chain. So even though there's a high demand, suppliers and home builders haven't been able to reap all of the reward. And I know what you might be saying. Labor shortages and obstacles for suppliers are something all industries are dealing with. Coleman, could you help explain what makes the impact of labor shortages strong in housing? Well, DC, it's really due to the extensiveness of the supply chain in housing. I actually got to talk to Anthony Ross, a management professor with a specialization in supply chain management at the University of Missouri. We discussed how interconnected each part of housing supply is. He used a hypothetical of a home buyer needing a wood plank for a beam on their house to show the supply chain's depth. You have trucks that have to bring the logs down to a mill. You have a mill that typically processes the the, the, the logs. And then you have further downstream supply chain participants that take that processed log and then cut it into different sizes, different formats, even treat it to prevent different types of infestations, right, um, and things like that. Um, and, and, and so then you have trucks that then move that, that, that lumber again to maybe a distributor or a wholesaler uh, for a lumber. And then you have buyers uh, who work with, you know, building and constru- home construction companies, the big mammoth companies that have their housing permits that they've applied for probably six to 12 months in advance already in different subdivisions where the land has been developed. And that's still not the end of the supply chain here, right? Nope, there's more. Again, here's Ross. And then somehow or another, there's some coordination that takes place to have the exact types of lumber uh, combinations, right, uh, uh, that arrived at a construction site. And then you have to have the, the, the construction crew, right, uh, that, is, that has been assigned and is available to work at that, at that site to construct the frame of the house, right? So in a nutshell, that's what companies, are, are, what builders are trying to, 
trying to manage and oversee. So any supply chain relies on every supplier and producer working efficiently to create the final product. And since the housing supply chain is interconnected, it's been vulnerable to inefficiencies because of pandemic-related labor shortages? Yep, but these labor shortages aren't only attributable to the pandemic, right, DC? No, they aren't. There's also been a skilled laborer shortage that's predated the pandemic. We actually got to talk to a skilled laborer and some companies that build and renovate homes about how labor shortages and longer waits on raw materials have affected their work. Alex Trapaldi loves building homes. He's 32 years old and has always worked in construction. For him, the best part of his job is the sense of accomplishment. Just driving down the road and be like, hey, I built that. I put that roof on that house. And I mean, I enjoy it. And my wife gets annoyed with it, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, you told me that five times. I know you built that. All right, go on. But there aren't enough home builders like Tripaldi to keep up with an unprecedented demand for housing. Homeowners wanted more space and other upgrades during the pandemic as their lives shifted away from the office to their home, which has led to a surge in housing demand. While homebuyers have lined up to rebottle their homes and purchase new ones, They've had to wait for months to start and finish projects because the supply isn't catching up. And this isn't a trend that's only attributable to the pandemic. There was already a housing supply shortage of 2.5 million homes in the end of 2018, according to Freddie Mac, a government-sponsored home loan company. The housing supply deficit increased to 3.8 million homes by the end of 2020, an increase of 52%. Supply hasn't been able to catch up to demand partially because of labor shortages. Tripaldi says there have been shortages of construction workers because of America's cultural shift away from trade labor to white-collar jobs like technology. Obviously, you're getting more like the country folk who work on a farm all day, every day, and who are going into construction, not so much tech-savvy, tech I guess, is what, uh, what's killing us. All the kids, you know, my three-year-old can work my cell phone better than I can. There are shortages at multiple levels of the home building supply chain, including laborers who help package and transport products for the house, truck drivers, and workers at lumber mills. Further down the supply chain, there are laborers like Tripaldi, who use those products to construct the home, including carpenters and electricians. And there haven't been enough workers at the bottom of the supply chain for the last decade. Larry Wigger Jr. is a professor of supply chain management at the University of Missouri-Kansas City and has managed large residential developments for the military and government. He says one reason for these shortages is a growing cultural trend in the U.S. of valuing white-collar jobs in a four-year college plan, which excludes trade workers like carpenters, electricians, and plumbers. We, we haven't held up good, honest, hard work, which you know sometimes involves manual labor, um, with the respect and dignity and esteem that we should. The home-building workforce is also getting older. Having a youthful workforce is a sign that an industry is built to have a steady stream of labor in the future, but the average age of construction workers increased from 36 years old to over 42 years old between 1985 and 2015, according to a study from the International Journal of Environmental Research and Medicine. Ori Hemi is a sales and business consultant at Hemi Construction, a home-building company based in Colombia. He says it's been difficult to find younger workers. And so when, you, when your average age is that high, you just don't have the young people coming in to replace people who are retiring. You, know, you have people who have been doing it for 30 to 40 years, and there's no one, whenever they're hanging it up to retire, there's no one coming in to replace them. 
Skilled labor shortages are making it harder for companies to finish building homes. The Associated General Contractors of America's annual workforce survey, released in September, showed 88% of contractors are experiencing project delays. And farther up the supply chain, labor shortages and pandemic-related disruptions are creating long waiting times and higher costs for materials. For instance, Hemi says his company is dealing with shortages in cabinets. Those are taking 16 to 17 weeks on a lot of the, a lot of the cabinets. And we switch manufacturers, but then so does every other builder in the United States. And then that manufacturer gets bogged down. And then it goes from an eight-week lead time to a 12, and now it's 16 weeks too. Suppliers of raw materials have dealt with workers getting sick, factory closures, people leaving the workforce, and not having enough truck drivers to transport goods. Barry Rowe is the owner of True Sun Exteriors, a home remodeling company based in Columbia. He says windows used to take three to five weeks to ship before its shortage. And it was like three or four to five weeks to get vinyl windows, and the next day we get an email at 16 weeks. So what do we tell our customers that we just sold a job to and said, we'll order these tomorrow. It'll be about five weeks, and we've got to call them back and say, yeah, that's going to be 16 weeks. Rowe says suppliers have limited their inventory and product diversity to reduce wait times and limit costs. However, scaling down the range of products offered limits home buyers' choices. Whether it's roofing or decking or siding, each supplier is hitting us with, hey, in our line of product, this color is discontinued for six months. You know, um, or we're not making, right now we've shut down that line. While home builders like Hemi and Rose say material waiting times can be attributed to the pandemic, skilled labor shortages are something the construction industry will need to overcome in the future. Possible long-term solutions to the labor problem include local, state, and federal governments promoting these trades, incorporating more trade programs into high school and college curriculums, and opening more trade schools. That's about it for this episode of Market Dives. But on our way out, we want to mention a new project that Missouri Business Alert is helping launch. It's called the KC Media Collective, and it's a new collaborative initiative designed to support and enhance local journalism in Kansas City. That's right. Our partners in the collective include American Public Square, Kansas City PBS, KCUR, Startland News, and the Kansas City Beacon. And this podcast episode was part of a reporting project by those outlets focused on the subject of housing. For more great housing stories, you can read, watch, and listen to our KC Media Collective partners. Thank you to Horse Lords for providing the music for this episode. And thank you so much for listening this week. This is Market Dives, a KBIA and Missouri Business Alert podcast. For my co-host Coleman Mitchell and producer Ian Laird, I'm DC Benincasa. Talk to you next time.